Hey, Sean. Yes, Ray. Got a question for you. We are, we're both taken men. men we are. Who are. Men who are taken. <laughs> yeah, we are. We, we, we're taken last. We're settled down. We're, uh, we're spoken for, as we, they say, Ray. AKA, we tricked a couple of women into liking <laughs> us for longer than a day. Um, what I was going to say is, have you and do you and your lady like have shows? Do you have like a have you ever had a show together? What do you mean a show? I don't know what you mean. So, so like so like a okay. Here, here's 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 what happened to me. Me and me and my girlfriend we watched a show together. Oh, we started a show together. You know what's so funny? I knew you were going to talk about this, and the way you put it, I still didn't know what you meant. Well, because sometimes <laughs> here's what I do is I articulate like a complete idiot. And an asshole, and I don't explain myself well all the time. <laughs> I over-explain things. I don't know how to ask questions. But I, so we watched this one show, and it was like, uh, it was love, like, it's like Love is Blind on Crack. It's called Too Hot to Handle. Have you heard of this? I've seen it. I've seen the the thing on Netflix or whatever it's on, and I've, I've never watched it. It's the absolute fucking... I feel like I'd be cheating on Love is Blind if I watched it. Well, I did. Yeah. I cheated on Love is Blind and my girlfriend. And as as if you listen to this podcast, you know how much we love... We're big Love is Blind enthusiasts um, because uh, we found out watching the show that uh, sometimes love is blind. <laughs> no, so we watched the first episode, and like we're kind of just shitting on it, how... like. You know how awful these people are, how vapid all the characters are, because it's purely based on looks. And it goes right. It's like the opposite of Love is Blind. Yes. And it goes probably goes back to that re, those reality rules where, like, if somebody did want to put Visine in their eyes to make it look like they're crying, they would just edit it to make it look like they were crying. They'd like let the it old happen. school, like, uh, uh, OG reality show rules. It's, yeah. I, I mean, but it's, it's like, it's bad and they're corny. And they say, like, the things in the confession interviews that are, like, real corny. Like, everybody calls me Brad Big Sexy because, you know, I'm always down to get with the ladies. You know, they always have that guy. We watched one episode. She Like, I, I kind of felt a vibe, and clearly I was wrong, that she wasn't that into the show. That this wasn't going to be a together so show. So there was no discussion that it's like, hey, it's our show. and Well... That's what I thought. Right. I end up watching the entire first season. <laughs> just like it was one of those things. Where was it like, a hate watch? No, it's just that it's an easy watch. So it's something that like when I'm doing work on the computer or, you know, yep. like just hanging out on my phone. That's a thing now. I just have it on in the background. So I watched the whole season and then I mentioned it to her that I watched more of it. She goes, you watched it without me. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that the. That that applied. Okay, so here's the thing. I don't think you did anything wrong because there was no, there was no, uh, uh, um, there was no agreement made that like, hey, let's watch this together at any point. I think because we started it together. Yeah, but she didn't say like, I oh my god, this is so much fun to watch. Let's watch it together, me and you. Wait for me for the next episode. I, well, the new show that we started watching, she has made it very clear. Which is what show? The Last of Us. Oh, yes, which is a hard one not to keep going. Dude, I want to watch the second episode. So it, and it's only two episodes in. I yeah. love it. 
uh, our friend Andy Fiore is a, a huge fan of the video game. And apparently, from what I hear, it, it stays very true to the video game. Isn't that funny that, like, <laughs> to, to smart people, they're like, hey, uh, uh, No Country for Old Men is just like the book. Yeah. And, then, and then we're like, Last of Us is just like the video game. Really keeping the, uh, the artistic street cred. Dude, I hated the movie Max Payne. It was nothing <laughs> like the video game I played. Call me a purist. Yeah. <laughs> Call me a literary purist. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to uh, sorry to be a scholar here, but uh, this new Super Mario Brothers movie coming out it seems to really compromise the integrity of the franchise. Yeah, like you're talking about Tolstoy or something. Yeah. Like, it's like, like when they make a War and Peace movie or something like that. But the it's funny how now that's what these video games have become, especially games like Last of Us, because they're basically just movies where you play a little bit. I've heard. I think you're the one we were talking about this on the way back from. Pennsylvania in the car, I think. Didn't you say there's tons of exposition in the game? There's tons of like. That's why I, you, I couldn't even play the game. I'm with you on those. I, you might as well just watch. I'd rather watch the show or the movie. Yeah. I was, I was, I was like, is this like what's going on? Like I, I was watching like. I mean, it's I literally watched like the first like 20 minutes of the game. Like you just watch it. You're just sitting there. It's like a little movie. It's good. I mean, it's quality. At that Content. point, we have to stop calling it an intro and just start call it what it is, just like an animated short. Yeah, like it just—it's the same thing. The graphics are so good; it's like the same thing as like Avatar, just not as not as good as Avatar. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just watching digitized uh, humans do a show, and then you play for what a little bit, and then you and then is it does it control the play? Did you end up ever playing it? Or I no? never played. I could, dude. I couldn't get through it because I stop like. I had shit to do. Yeah. Then I stopped, and then when you restart it, it doesn't, like, like I, I wanted to, like, get the full experience. I was like, oh, I guess I got to watch this. Yeah, I want to be it in control. It felt like a tutorial. I want to be in control of every video game that I have. I don't want the game to go, uh-uh, watch all this stuff that we worked really hard on, which I get. Like, I think we used to have that, like, used to beat a game back in the day, and you'd see the credits, and I'd, I let the credits go, because I'm like, all right. It felt good. It felt like, a, you, it felt like you were on, like, a mountaintop. You know, the only like, things I accomplished back then. Exactly. Exactly. So, but this kind of thing is like, oh, we're going to tell you when you can play. Wait, uh-uh, not so fast, buddy. We're going to tell you and let you know when you're allowed to play the game. You mentioned Avatar. Did you see the new one? I proudly will tell you that I have not seen either of those movies. Dude, can I tell you about it? The first Avatar? Fucking stinks. The first Avatar? Or Avatar or the second one? stinks. I didn't watch the second one because the first one was so dumb. Without, without seeing it, I could tell you it stinks. Can, can There's I, no point. I don't see the point. It's the same thing as Transformers after a while. First Transformers, I'll check out for the nostalgia of it. But the minute that much CGI is involved, where's the trick? That's what I'm saying. Why do they talk about it like James Cameron is like all these like advancements in modern film. It's like well, this big epic. But it's like, dude, it's it's like watching a cartoon. Well, those are. I will say like Terminator 2. Terminator 2 is. Unbelievable! Incredible. It's, it's like best your, movie of all time. Yeah, yeah, that's your favorite. Or that's one My of your favorite, favorite movie of all time. You and Eric Newman—that's your both your favorite yeah. movie. But it's a fantastic movie. But see, that's a perfect marriage of real movie making and realistic CGI. Right? And it holds Gladiator, up. Gladiator back day. in the day kind of holds up. Same thing. There's like realistic CGI with the tigers in there. A little bit wonky, but for 2000, it was like a huge achievement. When you get to the point where like you're just watching like grown up Smurfs, it's like that's basically what it is. <laughs> All it is is like sexy Smurfs. Yeah, like everybody's problem with it, like every negative reaction to Avatar that I heard is somebody like, 
Dude, I mean, it's basically the plot of Ferngully. It's basically the yeah, plot which is of an animated movie. And they say a bunch of like it's basically like a stolen plot. And it's like, well, that doesn't bother me because every movie is like a stolen yeah. idea. But the thing that bothers me is is like the previews for it and how much it cost and uh, all the like hype around it and it's like yeah, there's you don't even have real actors. It's all green screen CGI and You know what I think that comes into? I think that people I think it's a uh, uh, people are creatures of habit. They hear James Cameron. They are it's marketed very well, and the first one did so well. People want to be a part of. It's almost like when when Mega Millions comes in or Powerball comes in. People will buy more. More people are buying tickets because they're like, oh, it's kind of this herd mentality of like, yeah. I want to get a ticket just in case I can win the billion dollars on the Powerball, which is not going to happen. But same thing with the movie. It's like, oh, it's James Cameron. It's it's uh you know. Uh, it's uh, oh my god! The first one made over a billion dollars. Oh, it's, it's the, the most advanced CGI they have. The 3D was amazing. Yeah, I think that's not a huge accomplishment to me that yeah. you can make the CG, uh, the 3D look good on an animated movie. Even the movie's called Avatar, which is not based on anything human. It's literally the what you use in AI. So it's like you know, it's it's less than the Marvel films. Uh, it's what less what like just like. It's like less incredible. The Marvel films to me are fantastic because I think the acting is awesome. I think they do a good job of making. I, I, I used to read comic books as a kid, but I wasn't diehard. Uh, they they made comics very relatable to like your average action movie fan, and they they had the humor in there. The writing's fantastic, and for about fifteen movies straight, they they had you you were in in you're invested in, in the story, yeah. sconced in the story, right? So. But the fact about Avatar is like, what was it, 10 years between the, the two of them or 15 years between the two movies? I don't care anymore. The minute I see the trailer, I'm like, this just looks like like, like, uh, uh, like, like Lord of the Rings but with blue people on another planet. It's like, it's just, not, I'm not into this shit. Such a cash grab. It's a total cash grab to the point where, did you hear... Makes me lose a little respect for old Jay Cam. Well, he's at the point where anything... And also, he's, every interview I've seen out of that guy, he's so confident. Talk about... A non-people pleaser, James Cameron. He doesn't give a shit. He seems that like guy. a prick. There's a story about him with um, what movie was it? Where somebody came in and didn't want to audition, and he was like, "All right, we don't need." Oh, DiCaprio for Titanic didn't want to audition, and he was like, "All right, thanks for coming in." And he's like, huh. "What? What do you mean?" He's like, "We're gonna oh, get Mark reads. Ruffalo." What? We're gonna get Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, everybody reads, and then he's like, "All right, all right, I'll read, I'll read, whatever it was." Because oh, I think I he was nervous that. to audition because he's like, "It was a, it wasn't anybody up until that point." Until Titanic, DiCaprio only did roles where somebody had an affliction. Like there was like yeah. the drug drug addict and Basketball Diaries. Uh, what was the other one? Eats uh, Gilbert Grape yeah, was retarded. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, <laughs> you know the story. My my brother um, did this to me, but there were a so I had like four different people in my life tell me that I looked like Leonardo DiCaprio when I was a little younger. And then, dude, you were even there when somebody told me once. You were there. We did a show together. Souljoes. You remember they said I look like Leonardo DiCaprio. Don't fucking lie, bro. I don't recall. Yes, you do. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> like I told my brother that multiple people told me that. And he goes, no, nah, nobody ever told you that. Nobody ever told you that. Finally, he's around when somebody says it. And then he goes, yeah, but like, what's eating Gilbert Grape DiCaprio? Like, but he's not like why? How is that a knock though? It's just like a young kid. And my brother was saying it as a knock. <laughs> he was calling me an artard. 
<laughs> yeah, I didn't I'm not going to say the word. Again. You already said the word. I said it earlier, and then I felt bad get, about one it. One per episode. Yeah, it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's like how they do ratings. We got to keep our we got to keep our PG thirteen rating. Like what was that? Um, Breaking Bad had one one a season, and they picked and choose where they used it or something. like Wait, that. Wait, really? Something like I that. Didn't know that. Or maybe uh, maybe two. Who knows? You uh, you mentioned, uh, and this is like the third time you've mentioned the Mega Millions around me in like the last two weeks. Is it? Yeah, you mentioned it yesterday. Well. So we saw a billboard. We saw the billboard. I yeah. just probably was me- talking about it. Have you ever it. played it? Yeah. I played it. My family did the thing where they're like, hey, let's buy tickets in different states because Powerball's like, like every state, but like uh, uh, Nevada and like one other state, like Vermont or something. And But even might be there. I don't know. And they're like, oh, we'll spread it out. Everybody spends 20 bucks a ticket and see what happens. It's I've like never more played a fun it. thing to do. There's no point. I, I, it's a, I might as well just rip the 20 in half. It's I, like, to- I told you, like people from my, like, Home from back, <laughs> people from back home count on the Powerball. <laughs> yeah, what did you say again? The, they would like you'll you'll hear people talk about it like they're gonna actually win it. Yeah, they'll be like, ah, yeah, all it, man, all I gotta do if I hit this Powerball, I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm gonna take care, make sure to take care of my mom, man. She's done so much for me. <laughs> oh, what uh, a saint! <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna, I'm gonna pay off, pay off the rest of my student loans. I'm gonna take a little vacation. I'm gonna do something for myself. But then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna invest and maybe start my own business. You know what that's the same thing as? That's the grown up version of when a teacher in kindergarten goes, Okay, now you're gonna write where do you wanna what kind of house do you wanna have when you grow up? What what job do you want when you grow up? What would you do on if you lived on a different planet? What would you do? Like and then the kid writes it in his big letters on the, the, the paper that has the giant <laughs> the giant lines on it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like that's the adult version of that. Like, like oh, the letters I, are backward. I wanna I live guess I'd buy a ranch. I don't know, just like get you know, give to give refuge to a couple animals and you know just just to give back to the community and and you know those people are starting it with i'm gonna make sure to give my mom some money just like putting that out into the universe like i'm gonna do nice stuff with it (laughs) hey i'm gonna give back i'm gonna i'm not gonna be selfish lord if it's you that does the powerball winning yeah in case god's listening in case god's listening i swear to god i'll help out my mom with some cash a couple dollars (laughs) I don't really believe in those big lottery prizes. I don't know if it's a matter of believing in them. Do you think they just don't exist? I don't think people actually win them. I think it's verifiable. I think you can find out if... But like, you think that's all acting like the moon landing? (laughs) Well. What do you mean... I think it's a real prize. I think they tax the hell out of it. And people get lump sum, and well, it's 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 legalized gambling in states that supposedly don't have gambling. And how come you never hear about people that won the Powerball? How come you never hear about them? You um, may hear who won. It's kind of kept anonymous. Why do you think that is? I'm not finished yet, Sean. <laughs> why do I think it is? Because somebody would go rob them or kill them. Maybe I or think their family go- would come out of the woodwork. Yeah, but how come you never see somebody that like like if I won the Powerball, I'm gonna do some shit with that money where I'll make the news. What are you, Brewster's Millions? You ever see Brewster's Millions? <laughs> you have no. to spend the money by midnight on six months later, or you you can't you can't keep it. You you spend thirty million in, in a month, and then you keep three hundred million or something like that. You it's, think you can spend? 30, it's a great movie. You think you spend thirty million in a month? I think it'd be it, the movie's great. It's Richard Pryor and John Candy, and it's awesome. It's from like the '80s. Um, I think it would probably be more difficult than you think because spending money on stuff, because I think you'd have a lot of money that would come towards you. I think if you really map, you'd have to map it out to spend $30 million in a month. You'd have to really, really just, 
you're literally buying people cars off the street. But uh, then there's but oh but, but the, the trick was you can have nothing. So you can have you have to be dead broke in a month. The Brewster's Millions Challenge. It was that you could have no possessions and no cash and no liquidity or whatever in 30 days. So you can't if you're buying a car for people, uh, you, you, you'd have to they'd have you have to give them, you can and you can't just I think you, can't, you have to buy something. You have to buy stuff. So it's not, you can just, you can't just go out in the street and dump 30 million on the streets of Times Square. I know exactly what I'm doing. What? I'm taking me and 30 of my closest friends to Vegas. I'm getting everybody rooms uh, at like the fanciest hotel in Vegas. Which one? The Wynn or the Cosmopolitan? The Cosmopolitan. We'll go to the Cosmopolitan. (laughs) Sean, you're invited, by the way. And I am going to. We're going to stay there for a month. All on me. I don't even think... And then and then everything's funded? All the gambling and I'm everything? I'm funding all the gambling. I'm funding all the food. I'm funding all the sex. I'm funding all the <laughs> I love how you, drinks. You still said I'm it. I'm funding you, you all you the... You said it like Michael Scott in that scene in The Office. What did I say? When he talks about Jan. And he's like, I don't kiss and tell. And he's like, but, you know, me and Jan were in the same room. We had sex. And we made up. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sex. But here's the thing, man. It's actually this is a great topic for people pleasing. Uh, You win the Powerball. Yeah. Besides, who gets the money? Who you have friends? This is like an awkward situation. Oh, I want to know friends that go. Did you win the Powerball? Who are you telling? How many people are you telling? You just found out you won it, and then you, they don't know you won it yet, but. but who are you, the minute you can, who are you, ta- not even the minute you can, before you go to a lawyer, you know what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to go to a, a lawyer immediately and have them take care of all the, the taxes and the, because, because this way, any, any, um, any blowback that comes out from it, I mean blowback, any kind of uh, interference that comes from it, like people, because immediately everybody hits you up about investment ideas, uh, fam- long lost, everything. So if, if the if the lawyer's the point of contact and you can stay anonymous, that's why these powerful people probably do that. Because the minute there'd be all sorts of scams, all sorts of robbery attacks, it would probably be insane what would happen to these people. So you think there are actually Powerball winners? Yes, there's definitely Powerball winners. Okay, don't, I think there's gotta be. Why are you yelling at me? There's lottery winners. You know about lottery winners all the time. My grandmother used to win it a lot, but she wasn't winning it like that much money. No, but you know when people win like you'll see like the ten million dollar winners and stuff like that. So why are you seeing them not the Powerballs? Because um I think there's a process. So so after you go to the lawyer, who are you telling? Are you telling your mom? I think once it's safe, you're telling you're telling your I think you're still just telling even after the lawyer. I think you're only telling close like close like yeah, like people you can trust. You know what I'm doing first after I figure it out with the lawyer. I'm glad you told me that cuz when I win the Powerball, <laughs> I'm going to have to call my buddy. Well, I'll call my buddy Tommy cuz he's my lawyer. <laughs> Tommy, what's his last name? Gonna that. No, Tommy, it t- sure it's not Timmy. Tommy McKinley. It's not Tim Rickman. It's not. Hey, <laughs> we don't bring up Tim Rickman on the podcast. <laughs> He's not talking about Tim Rickman. What are you doing? I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, God damn it. Uh, but Tommy, uh, Tommy, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call Tommy McKinley. I'm gonna have him get my affairs in order. I'm gonna say, hey. Well, that sounds like you're gonna die. It's a lot bigger. Con- well, that's what people say when they die. I I'm gonna disappear. You gonna go off the grid? I'm gonna go off the grid for a while. Do you have a place in mind where you go off the grid? 
Yeah, I do. But you can't tell me now because then I would know and then I'd, I could d- direct everybody towards. I could tell you now, but it's, it's just going to be a decoy. <laughs> I'm just going to give you a decoy. Hey. It just looks like you. Sean, and- I'm going to Aruba. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, hey, Donnelly, I'll be in Aruba if you need me. All right. I'll come look for you in Aruba. How about that? <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you. All right. What is it? No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you when I win the Powerball. And what is it? Uh, no. Oh, you don't have the place already I don't have out? the place in mind yet. I, I, I can't. I, I've never been really out of the country besides Mexico for my sister's wedding. I tell you what I would do. I, the first thing I'd buy is a house in Hawaii. Really? In, in either in Maui. That's where I'd move. I'd move to Hawaii. Just hide out there. It, you could. You can completely go off the grid in Hawaii. Mm. You can go off the grid there and in Alaska. Man, I, Alaska is such a it's a, a deserted tundra. I, I, I like the I'm going to eventually go off the grid, I think. Well, it takes a lot. You well, would you do you mean like would it be a fake your own death situation, or mm. you mean just like you know? What, it's so funny, and I kind of always wanted to do a joke with it. You ever like you leave your phone at home? You kind of do go off the grid. You kind of like nobody knows where you are for hours. You know it, what I mean? Like it feels phenomenal. It feels great. It's a really good feeling. When I went on, once you get once, but there is that weird like like um long not longing. What would you call it? Like that withdrawal. Oh, of, your of phone. course. But then once you don't have it, you're kind of like, I-, I did it today. I just went out some errands, left my phone here charging, and I felt great like walking around with no phone. I st- you do that every once in a while. I do. Yeah. See, here's what my problem is: is I still have yet to do the thing that I've been talking about. I, I think I'm sure I've mentioned it on the podcast fifteen fucking times, and I still haven't done it. Is I want to take a weekend where I go away and I just leave my phone in a, a drawer. Um, Maybe check it at the end of every night just to make sure nobody's dead. And then just not have it. Here's the thing. I think it's a really smart idea. I think it sounds amazing. And I'm sure if you Googled, you know, ironically, if you Googled it, you could probably find things that are conducive, like trips that... Are purposely conducive to that type of deal, like very limited contact with the outside world, uh, like like rural type stuff, mountainous type stuff, where it's like you're going and they're they're used to having people come and just like t- and and turn off for the for the couple days or the week or whatever. And I'm I've I've been kind of thinking of this, Sean, is um, I am an extreme people pleaser. I still am. This podcast, as much fun as we've had over the last year. I don't think I've gotten much more assertive. I hate to say it. I think I think I still have a lot of the tendencies. But I did finally realize where I am not a people pleaser. Where is that? I'm a bad texter backer. I don't well I don't know if you are. I'm not Wait, good at it. Wait, you mean in tone or you mean in in timing? In timing. I guess you. Oh, I've had times with you where you take a little, you take a while to text back. Yeah, but not all the time. Normally, it's fairly uh, prompt. Yeah, but you, with with you, it's different because our conversations are usually like super quick, time sensitive, and quick. Yeah, it's like when are we recording? It's like, hey, uh, quick question about this, or it's like, you know what I mean? But like, if a it, like. I have and I feel really bad about it and I have to apologize about it a lot is I I let text go and I forget about text and whether it's the you know I get I look at the text and I don't respond right away that's what gets me 
Uh, I, do, I do the same thing. The save for later, and then you just completely forget? Yes. Oh, and I, as you said that, I screwed up. I didn't make a video for this kid's. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was supposed to make a video for this guy. For like his birthday, his 40th birthday or something. Oh, I really? Didn't do it. This guy, Brian, and I used to, I used to do stand-up. I don't know if he still does. Holy. Oh, my God. It. You're right. I don't, I'm bad with that. Dude, I'm, I'm to the point where... My, I think my memory is affected by alcohol as well because <laughs> I know that's a real stretch, but <laughs> today I was collecting garbage. Some th- today's, today's my garbage day. Not a big deal. I don't want to brag or anything. But uh, And I took the re- – it's recycling and garbage. I take a recycling bag out. I put it on my table because I'm going to do that after. I'm starting to grab stuff from my table to throw in the garbage bag. I'm talking f- four seconds later, I grab the recycling bag and put it in my garbage bag. Like I, I I grabbed a couple other bags. That's that's also part of the reason. That, that's part of your ADD too. It's definitely part of the ADD. Yeah, and it's it's hard. I have it. I'm there's times where I'm okay, but there's times where I'll immediately forget things. Immediately forget things. You need to you need to memento yourself. I need to start tattooing shit all yeah. over my body. Yeah. <laughs> Take out Remember the recycling <laughs> Tuesday. Just put the recycling symbol on my on my chest. Make video for Brian. Just cross your throat. <laughs> I uh, well, I told you the uh, I I'm not a, uh, and I don't I don't think I have any ADD or any type of uh, you know disability. Is that a disability? Attention de- or disorder? It's a learning disorder. disability. I don't I don't have anything. I'm pretty pretty perfect. But I did have I did have an ADD moment the other day when we were getting ready to go on the road. I'm literally the embodiment of your joke. I'm so ADD. <laughs> no, but I, I had a thing where me and you were leaving to go to Pennsylvania, and uh, you were like, "Hey, uh, can we actually leave at two instead of one? And I was like, "Yes, absolutely." You know, because I was like busy yeah, with stuff, stuff I'm trying to, to get yeah. stuff done, and I realized I, when you when you texted me to change the time, I was sitting on my bed cleaning a pair of shoes that i wasn't even wearing that weekend but i like stopped all the work that i was doing and i was like huh i should wipe those shoes off <laughs> i'm just sitting on my bed like wiping the shoes that's definitely an add moment yeah i think it's also a procrastination moment like i put off stuff a lot all the time that's part of it as well i need to like i need to get like books and i probably need like a slight medicine i had one and it wasn't good like yeah. it was like sometimes those things like mess up your stomach you know what i mean so but yeah, that sounds like a moment. Because if you, this is where it is. Like, if you sat down, like for work stuff with uh, like your other job, like yeah, if you have a task at hand, you, nine times out of ten, you're sitting down. You get you're staying till you get it done. No, not really. <laughs> Maybe just everybody has it. I don't think it's eighty. I, I'm I'm like, I'm lazy. Yeah, I'm lazy. I get too. bored easy. Yeah, I get like distracted. I have to I have to reward myself. I reward myself for doing things. With like little candies, like just all over. You just hide peanut M and M's around your apartment, and every time you get, I'm like, oh, I did part of my job today. Kind of. You're not far off. Seriously, like I, 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 I have to make lists. I have to make to do lists. I don't tattoo it on myself like Memento, but I have to make to do lists. And if I cross off a bunch of stuff on the to do list, I'll be like, all right, if I cross off five things. I'm allowed to go sit in the living room. And have a snack and watch like thirty minutes or something, like a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> but 
But you know what, though? At least it's like, at least you're like doing things to get it done. The list, you're doing part of it. And you're like, yeah, I watch a little bit of TV, and then you go back to it. Like, that's still like a structured attempt. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but sometimes the system breaks down because I go in there and watch something and fall asleep. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that could bless you. That that is uh, that could be an issue. Absolutely. I had I had a, I had a work thing one time, and uh, it was uh, I'm I'm talking with a with a guy that I I'm in a meeting with, and I and I don't normally work with this guy, and he's a nice guy, great guy, and uh, this is like not long. It's like a couple years ago, and I say something like, he mentions Woodland Hills High School. That's my high school. That was mm-hmm. the high school I went to. And I said, Oh, Woodland Hills. I was like, I'm an alum. And he goes, now nah, I really hate you. I went to Penn Hills. With zero irony. And I was like, huh? And I just let it go. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I rolled your eyes a little but bit. But what I wanted to say was, hey, man, I'm in my 30s. <laughs> I haven't been in. I, I, I've been out of high school longer than I've. You know what I mean? I, I've been out of school longer than I was in school. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. No. 12 years you're in school period like no that's you're in school to, oh i guess oh, kindergarten yeah. to 12th grade yeah that's a good point it's like 13 years, and i'm like I, I was like i was like 30 at the time and he says that and i'm like okay yeah what what, what? planet oh yeah is there actual rivalry are you are you mad at me because of a football rivalry because we both had football teams hey i was in the musicals that's a concerning person where like high school still a thing after they're done with high school where like because i remember we might have even talked about this. The minute I left high school, I was like, a week later, I was like, what was I so worried about in high school? Why was it? Mm. Like, it almost becomes like this very, very distant memory pretty quick. Because I, I didn't get like picked on, picked on, but like I, was, I, was, I wasn't like popular by any means. And I was friends with a lot of people, but I remember people being so nervous. A little bit, but barely. About what? Uh, no, nah, I don't even know. I, I just remember I wasn't popular. I Who was it? Just give me a fucking name. <laughs> But the same people that get are still like so concerned with their high school years, or like, or like, will be like, "Oh, we played, we, we played you back in the day." We, pl- we, yeah. <laughs> like, that's another office thing. He's like, "You're going to who? Uh, his slop who smells you?" <laughs> yeah, like and it's like, but they, they're trying to show a certain type of dude. It's the same type of dude who is probably homophobic thirty percent of the time, and then gets really into like a dude's uh, uh, hamstring that plays for the New York Mets. <laughs> I will give you a, a complete and absolute rundown of the human leg on a twenty-four-year-old man when they're like forty. They're like, you see, you see his uh, his, his his pectorals these days. They're, that's that's a home run hitter. That's a home run hitter right there. Dude, you can't teach that kind of size. Look how he's built. <laughs> Dude, look at his shoulders. Yeah. If he takes off his shirt, you could really see the definition in his shoulder blades, the way that he backs up. Dude, there were two dudes just kissing over there, bro. That's not fucking cool. You got to do that in your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't rub my face in it. Anyway, did you see LeBron James' ankles? Did you see his? <laughs> holy, I just stared at his ankles the entire game. I could not take my eyes off his ankles. I like just these meatheads. There's meatheads. I like that this guy, also has, a, like this guy also has a foot fetish. <laughs> <laughs> this character also has a foot fetish. <laughs> he breaks into LeBron James's locker room, says, can I put your socks on? <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. It's like one of these things where it's like they don't even see how the, the dichotomy there, the, the, the opposites uh, that it's that same type of dude that would be like, oh, 
Sorry, we can't hang out, bro. You went to a different school than me? That was yeah. r- fake rivals when we were 15 years old? Even as a joke, it, it bores me. It, as a joke, it's lame. It gets to a point where it's like, I don't even know. It's one of those things where like the only way you could get away with it maybe is if it's like a big... If one person went to Michigan and the other person went to what, like Notre Dame? Is that the big rivalry? Michigan, Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah, because that's that's literally a whole industry involved and in having that. That's a football game rivalry, yeah. and that's like a professional thing. But that's not like a literally like, oh, you just went to the the school, so now I hate you. And I'm I'm kind of not kidding. If you're not completely kidding, even though it's a bad joke, if you're not even a little bit, uh, not even a hundred percent kidding, you're an asshole. Well, I'm a diehard sports fan. Like I'm a diehard Steelers fan. Yes, I love you the are. Pittsburgh Steelers. But you're not like psychotic with it. That's what I'm saying. Like like I I get up for the games. I watch every game. I get sad when they lose. I get super happy when they win. But the thing that I can't ever get behind that I think is so weird is when somebody will like even when when somebody brings somebody brought me up or Casey brought me up the uh, guy hosting for us Casey uh, Kuftik. He brought me on stage as uh, Pittsburgh's own Ray Zawadney. And somebody in the crowd screams, Go Birds! Talking about the Eagles. Yeah. One, that's not even a fucking rival of the Steelers. <laughs> we, we, we play the Eagles once every four years. It's, yeah. it's not a rivalry. And two, it's like, I'm from Pittsburgh. Of course I'm going to like the Steelers. Yeah. What's the, like, I just always think that's weird when somebody, <clears throat> I know it sounds so lame, but booze where you're from. You know what they're saying? You know what that guy was saying? It's about me for this quick second. <laughs> Make it about me. What about me? And also, the guy, well, even somebody yelled out to Casey in the first five seconds of his set and, uh, this weekend after the club owner went up and said, okay, guys, shut up or I'm going to give you these little card things. Almost like a kindergarten class. Yeah. And like you get three of these cards and you're out of here. And immediately after she said that, Casey went up and somebody was like, ah, she said some <laughs> shit. It's like people are just like people just don't give a shit anymore. There's no rules. There's no rules. It's anarchy out there. We live in a society. What is that from? It's from Seinfeld. Oh, and but should have just get 90 percent of the time. If you're doing <laughs> if you're quoting something, it's Seinfeld. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad about that too. One thing I always wanted to do a joke about that I never have because it's not really a, it's just kind of I think it's a funny idea you a, that you got a little you got a little lip thing. Is that people will if you mention a college on stage, like a real college, people like if you mention mention like I'm like, Oh, I was at Michigan I was at Michigan State the other day performing, they go, Whoa Those, like they always woo real colleges. Nobody ever woos community college because <laughs> nobody ever wants to bring the attention to you that you that hey I went to community college <laughs> and it's I never understood what all the issue was or like all the making fun of community college I think it just sound they used to call I went to I went to Manhattan College for a year which is in the Bronx which also sounds weird and people always always like to me. And I had to like ask to find out because when I was going there, people were like, why is it in the Bronx? It's called Manhattan College. And I'm like, well, it, it was in Manhattan, apparently, and then the rent got too high. Like, it's such a New York story. Wait, is, that, is that true? It's true. <laughs> so they moved to Riverdale in the Bronx like years ago. <laughs> and I went there for a year and then I was like not taking it seriously. I'm lazy factor. Just ADD, yeah. lazy, just screwed up. And my parents were like, we're not paying for you to do just to not give a shit. And I'm like, all right. So I went back. Uh, 
to Long Island and I went to Nassau Community and like I remember people would call it like 13th grade. <laughs> yes, I've heard that. <laughs> That's a thing. That's like a trope, I guess. With yeah. Community 13th grade. And to be honest, I, well, here's the thing. They don't help themselves Nassau Community College because the, the classes, whatever, some of them are fine and I think it was pretty normal. I think you can get a fine education at a community college. But then there was some weird rule where you had to take a gym. Like it's like <laughs> if you're trying to get away from this 13th grade, 13th grade uh, stereotype, you have to take a gym. I took bowling at, at NASA Community College. I talked about that. I, have I? Yeah, I I, t- I took uh, badminton at West Virginia University. Oh, so a lot of colleges have gyms. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I thought most colleges would be like, yeah, you're not children anymore. You don't need us to tell you to exercise or do something, you know, physical. I won the badminton tournament. That's so funny. I won, we won, me and my partner, my partner, my bowling partner. I won with my partner. My partner. This guy was having sex with in college. <laughs> um, me and my partner, this guy, Veej, who years later, I saw him working audio at Flappers Comedy Club in California. I was no doing shit. a set there. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, we were partners, bowling partners, and we won the entire, it was like a tournament type scenario. Yeah. I told you the story, right? No, you didn't tell me that. Dude, it was the, this is actually kind of funny. So, I took a bowling class at NASA Community College, and my partner was this guy, Veej, and we both were, like, okay at bowling. We were fine. Yeah. But we, we both, the first time we bowled for the class, that decided what, what handicap you got for the rest of the semester. So we, were, we hadn't bowled in a, a, at least a year or two years. So both of us did horrible for the first game, but not on purpose. We just didn't do that well. Oh. And then because of that one game, we got like tons of pins for every game. Added to the... Oh, so, so you dominated. Yes, we, well, <laughs> not even dominated. We, uh, some of them were close, but I mean like depending on who you were playing. Anyway... Because a lot of kids didn't care. It was the gym, you know? So a lot of people had pins as well. But there was this one, these two dudes that were like hardcore, like psychotic bowlers. They had, they had like the, the, the glove, that plastic thing on the wrist. They had, they wore like outfits, like the slacks and like the, the collared shirts. And they had like the chalk, the, like, the, like the, you know, the um, powder for the ball to make sure they're not slipping with the ball. Yeah. They had all the accoutrement for bowling. And they, we play, then we played them twice. First time, they were so mad that we. And then we, they were like, they were like putting their hand over where the air comes yeah, out. Yeah, they were doing the air thing. They were doing everything. <laughs> but they they were doing well as well because they were actually good. But because of the handicap, we went to the championship match <laughs> against them, and we won because of pins, and they freaked out. <laughs> And we were dying. We were dying laughing at these dudes. And then I love these at accoutrements. Accoutrements. Yeah, accoutrements. And the the guy uh, that I was the bowling partner with, he this guy Veej, I didn't see him. We were buddies, and then I we kind of lost touch. And then years later, I was doing comedy at Flappers in in Los Angeles in Burbank. It's where it is, I think. And out of nowhere, he just comes out of the audio booth. He's the audio guy at Flappers. And this That's is like awesome. This must have been. Close to 20 years later, 15 years, 17 years later, something like that. I'm surprised you guys didn't stay in touch. The bowling champions of Nassau Community College. I know, we could have dominated the scene, yeah. the Long Island bowling scene. I wouldn't yeah. have even started comedy. I just would have went the circuit. That's as long as awesome. they gave us a bunch of pins. <laughs> I could tell you were into bowling because you just called it the circuit. The, sir- the bowling circuit. It's also a thing where it's like, imagine we really thought because we won that class that we were like professional bowlers. And then we were just like, 
we started going to matches like yeah but you got to give us a bunch of pins yeah i was gonna say you <laughs> found out that they don't but if you want to give uh my professor at nassau community college a call uh we get at least 50 pins uh, yeah our handicap is like 120 pins. Yeah. but the uh but yeah it was fun but it was so funny to watch these dudes melt down in front of us after they after they lost they were complaining to the teacher they were freaking out. it was it was fantastic i told you about my badminton championship story when <laughs> i got uh i can't imagine you playing badminton. i'm really good at it dude i'm like really like i was the all-star on my team but here's what happened i played with an injury <laughs> in the in the final game oh an actual handicap just uh, like my yeah. handicap pin. well i was hung over but uh, oh uh, so <laughs> i the handicap i literally go to the happy hour that i used to go to every single week and the bartender at the happy hour was my badminton partner I knew him from the happy hour, and then we just happened to be in the same class. And he was like, oh, dude. And I was like, hey, what's up? And we ended up being on They put us on a team even. I don't even think we picked to be on a team. Yeah. But he used to hook me up at happy hour. And I'm getting fucking hammered drunk <laughs> at happy hour. And he's like, hey, that, that badminton thing's at like 9 a.m. tomorrow. Are you going to be good for it? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I'll be there. Don't worry about me. I'll be there. I'll be there. He's like, all right. I'll be there. And I um, end up getting so drunk. I didn't stay at my house that night. I, I stayed at this girl's house and I wake up in the morning and I realize, oh, my God, I'm going to be late for this thing. I don't have time to go home and put on like gym shorts and close the plan. Did you have my jeans and stuff? I put on my jeans. Here's the other problem. I couldn't find my underwear. <laughs> so I'm just wearing jeans with no underwear and like. Uh, the little white, cause I mean, I'm a big dude. So one of the tricks when you're a big dude is you wear like a tighter undershirt cause it kind of keeps everything, you know, everything the game tight there. No, cause it kind of keeps your clothes uh, tight and then you put on like a, like a button up and you look a little thinner. I always thought like, maybe like I'm a, wrong about that. It's like a, a Spanx for a Spanx yeah. for man boobs. And I go there and we play this championship with me in jeans no underwear and just this tight ass shirt. Like we're playing, my like belly keeps popping out. I'm sure my butt cracks hanging like out. Provincetown, eighty eighty eight, <laughs> and we and we won. And you still won? Yeah, we won the game. Wow, you're good at that's like you're good at uh, at at badminton. Then I'm good at badminton. So you probably be good at tennis too. Not good at tennis. Really? That ball's coming too fast, baby. Badminton, the shuttlecock just kind of floats. <laughs> and me, when it comes to a cock. I'm just like physically <laughs> drawn to it. Do you know what I mean? Like, so like, you're saying during the games you were chasing after the cock. You're not going to get a cock. We can't do a shuttlecock cock bit on the podcast. What are you talking it's about? It must have been done a thousand times. We're doing before. a bit. Oh. <laughs> See, oh, I thought you meant the sometimes game. I'm just not always in on bits, and I don't like when I'm not always in on bits. I didn't know you were a good bowler. I'm. A, here's the thing. I'm not a good bowler. I'm just okay. I'm better than I was in the handicap game that we that we should go bowling together i love bowling i'll go bowling i like really love bowling do you really two of my favorite we should do of a why don't we do a bowling uh we can maybe we can get it filmed we'll do a bowling for the for the um bowling podcast for jerks. bowling for jerks bowling bowling jerks i would love that bowl for jerks we should do that i'll, I'll you want to go to the place in astoria i we, love that bowling they alley. redid that place it was in ray donovan well the old one now they redid it i think uh-huh. which one are you talking about astoria bowl there's another one I think that's like in the warehouse part. Maybe that's the one. I forget the name. And I wasn't actually there then. Um, Such an idiot. I'll go like next week. I would go next week. I would love to. Let's do it. We can go like the middle of the day, and there'll be I, nobody there. I, dude, 
that's what that was like my thing when I was on the road. Were you are you a really good bowler? And I was no, no. I'm like okay. I'm here's the thing. I'm good if I if I was playing. Here's two things in my life that I regret not really chasing after. One of them is bowling in a weird way, because like playing more than I do. Yeah. Because once I if I play on a regular basis, like when I was playing that class, I got I was not bad yeah. at all. But I don't I don't know how to do that. the spin thing. I'm, I have my own way of doing it, and I do like decently. I forget okay. what the handicap was, but it was like. One something. It wasn't like 200 handicap or something crazy. I was like, okay. The other thing was, when I was little, I was pretty good at golf. And I think if I would have worked at it, I would have been a decent golfer if I if I kept going at it. You can still it. golf. I can still golf now. I might get into that at some point. It's Dude, expensive, though. <laughs> I, like, bowling is like my, was like my, th- like, you know how, like, you go to the movies when you're on the road doing comedy, like, during the day, like, that's a good thing to do to, like, yeah, pass time. Yeah, bowling? I would go bowling. That's a good call. And me and uh, I, I, like calling in on that little trick, calling Chamberlain, our buddy, one time, and it's like noon, and I'm like getting fucked up. I'm drinking, <laughs> and and this was this was when like I was like at a stage with comedy where I was like plateauing. I was like probably like six years in, yeah, and like I, I like my drive was like kind of like I don't know. I was just being an asshole. I was just drinking all the time and like not like putting all the effort into comedies I should be. Hence drunk at a bowling alley at noon and i'm like being like loud obnoxious i'm motherfucking and you know yeah. swearing the whole time middle of the day and there's like a kids. group of field field trip kids there i'm pretty sure they were like you know kids with disabilities <laughs> and shit and i'm over there i'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me <laughs> i'm like colin did you see that fucking chick behind the uh the f- fucking counter you know i'm just like talking like an <laughs> asshole and finally colin's like all right this is gonna be our last game and i was like you don't want to play anymore he's like i just don't think these kids need to see you drunk at noon yeah <laughs> dude that's that's hard but it's like hey it's like it's, it's a free country yeah right <laughs> uh ray we got a bad moose i gotta head my, down to manhattan oh kid. shit we went long went a little bit long which is fine all uh, right well, guys uh, Check us out where Ray. Where's you can you can you can literally check us out anywhere that you stream your favorite podcasts. Uh, head to our YouTube. That is where we post the most of our clips from the show. Uh, we got some big stuff coming up soon. Uh, we just recorded an episode at Sesh Comedy with our first guest. Uh, that's coming out next week. That is with Matthew Broussard, hilarious comedian. Uh, you can find uh, me. And Sean and everything brand new jerks on our individual Instagrams. That's at Raby Killing Them and uh, at Shawnee Time. You could find us on TikTok. That's at Brand New Jerks Pod. And if you ever have any questions about the podcast, you ever want to hear us talk about a particular topic, you have a people pleasing story, you have a motherfucking jerk store <laughs> moment, or want to hear a jerk or uh, hear about a specific jerk off who we think is a bigger jerk, always email us at uh, brandnewjerks at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening, and here it comes. That's an awkward, awkward handshake. handshake right? Oh, that's a dead fish right yeah, there. Look I got at a that dead one. fish. I actually call it princess. <laughs> Thank you guys. Right. See you next Good week. Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah.